It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas the Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners for tuning in today and on the recording. I am very thankful for each one of you listeners. And I am just overly excited today as I have one of my monthly returning divas, Lori Murphy, with me. And she is going to fill us in and of all the updates happening at Sugar Ditch Stables. Lori, would, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Hi, everyone. It's Lori Murphy with Sugar Ditch Stables, and I am so grateful to be here today. Well, we are just as grateful to have you and hear all your information. What um, Fill us in. What is all happening at Sugar Ditch Stables on these hot summer days? <laughs> oh, my goodness. The heat has been crazy hot. Um, for a solid week, we were 112, 114. And so we don't do much. I mean, we, we just try to keep the horses nice and cool. Our garden our garden is struggling a little bit with the heat, but it, it's, it's producing quite a bit of, of fresh vegetables and um, horses are getting regular baths just to cool off, <laughs> and you know it's it's kind of quiet right now. We're we're supposed to to start ramping everything up right after Labor Day weekend, so okay. we're getting there. Oh, good. Well, and it'll hopefully be a little bit cooler then, not this 112 and 114 degrees. Wow. Well, you said you give the horses quite a few baths. What? Can you share with our listeners some of the things that you do to horses deal with all of this extra heat that is being put on them? Because I know it's a little bit stressful for them, too, to be going through these kind of hot days. What are some of the measures that you take to help protect the horses? Well, I always try to, first, their feedings are never in the heat of the day. Um, You Mm want to keep them as calm and just relax as you can. You don't want to, you know, nobody gets worked. Nobody, you know, gets, they, I just keep them very still. Um, but I, I do a lot of hosing down of their, their, their runs and their stables and just keeping it, mm-hmm. keeping it nice and cool, misters. Um, and, and like I said, it's, it's bath time, you know, you give them a nice cool bath and, and it, they tend to stay a little bit happier and cooler through the day. But mainly it's just keeping them still. You know, you don't want to get them agitated or, or try to work no. them or anything in, in the heat. It's just they're kind of on a vacation, and they're just trying. They're just like us. We're trying to stay nice and cool or at least cooler. And so mm-hmm. it, it it's kind of a challenge when it's this hot, especially, you know, when, when we, you know, previous years on summer camps, you know, we, we would tell the parents, hey, we, we don't ride a lot in this heat, and we don't want your kids out in the heat. So... You know, we do other activities, water games with the horses and that kind of thing to keep keep the temperatures down. Yes, yes. Oh, that's 
that's great. Play the horses kind of get to play a little bit in the water every day to kind of help cool them off and. Having the stable keeps them in the shade, which helps too, just like us humans. Standing in the shade is much cooler than having to stand out in the hot sun. Oh, wow. And they always, like with my animals, I always feel they get that reprieve a little bit at nightfall when the sun goes down and then it usually kind of gives them a little bit of a cool break before the heat comes in again on the next day when the sun comes up. So, wow. Do you have certain feeding times? Do you try to feed early mornings? Like you said, you don't feed in the heat of the day, kind of early mornings so they have a chance to eat before it gets so hot? Yes, and then in the evening. Um, dinner is about 7 o'clock, 7.30, because some nights we were still 95 degrees. So, oh, wow. You know, I try to the sun before before the sun comes up and before the sun you know after the sun goes down, just trying to you know keep them on a regular schedule without you know mm-hmm. we don't want to stand out in the heat and eat or you know no <laughs> it, it's no not, you know and and it's burning their their energy is digesting and eating so you know you want to you want to try to keep everything nice and calm and they don't my horses they you know don't get me wrong they love to eat that's the that's what they live for but. During the the hot part of it, they're they're just really just being very still. Just you know, yeah. usually with their face in the mm-hmm. corner, being still and and in the mm-hmm. shade. So you got to make sure there's ample shade for all of them. Each of them have their own stalls, so that they helps. they try to that stay helps. stay cool and calm. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. Do you keep fans in their stalls? I've seen where some stables have fans in the stalls to help a little bit. Is that something that your stable does also? We we had it originally in the windows, but then you can't feed through the windows. So now there's just misters. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. That's nice coming on to them. That that's a good feeling. Uh, you probably like to stand under them misters once in a while too with them horses. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> you know, with that the the fronts of the stables stay very nice. It's probably a fifteen fifteen degrees cooler, I would imagine. Wow. But because oh, I have um. A couple pastures. There's horse, uh, horse in each pasture. They have mm-hmm. um, shelter, but the misters aren't as far out as right. that. So, right. And then right. those are the ones I really, you know, I just spray down a big section yeah. of where they're standing and and they're under a tree. And and they, it really makes a big difference just to have have some water sprayed a few times a day. It it takes the temperature down and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. keeps them much cooler. Yeah. Oh yeah, it really helps. Well, even my cats and stuff will go lay around the water bowl. They like to lay by the water bowl because the coolness coming off the water kind of just helps cool them too. So we haven't had it that extreme heat. We're supposed to have 100 degrees here in the next few days. So, But, yeah, it you take extra precautions with the animals when we're dealing with this kind of heat. And I know my horses just kind of stand around together and uh, stay calm. That's one of the key things also so well how now, about the garden oh my goodness how in the world are you keeping the garden you said you've got a lot of vegetables coming how do you keep that going in this kind of extreme heat he, uh, we water early everything's on a drip system water early or in the evening um, and just hope for the best because some of them are wilting it's just so hot but they're still yeah. producing we have tons of zucchinis and tomatoes and 
um, oh, yeah, yeah plants and a lot. Um, some of um, the watermelon plants aren't doing so good, but we're trying. Uh-huh. Um, they, I uh-huh. think it's just, I think the temperature, you know, and, and it's kind of a really sporadic temperature change. You know, it goes way up and then it'll go down to 91. 91 oh, is still wow. kind of hot, but that's a big difference from, you know, 112 or 114. So we, oh, we yeah. welcome those ni- low 90s, but, you know, it's just such an extreme temperature change. You know, um, I have a sister that lives up way up in Washington, and for the first time they're having, you know, 114 also. Um, and she's very close to the wow. Canadian border. So yes. it, it's the heat there is. And she doesn't have air conditioning. She, she left California a long time ago, so she's not used to it. And, and she has, you know, she has a, a large farm there. So, you know, it, it's hard for them. And it's just this weather has just been very yeah. different this summer. So mm-hmm. it's it's been a lot of extremes. I know in Canada, too, They've I've been hearing from different people. They've had a lot of extreme heat up there, too. So, yeah, it's. It's very interesting, that's for sure, especially to deal with it with animals. It puts a whole new perspective into the heat when you are taking care of the animals and uh, trying to keep them as comfortable as possible, definitely. And then having a garden. I don't have a garden. I just have the animals. But, yeah, trying to keep everything watered and picked. Now, what are how are you sharing all of these uh, vegetables that you are getting in in surplus amounts? Well, pretty much the whole neighborhood. Anybody that would like some vegetables, um, they're welcome to them, uh, and, uh-huh. and friends and family, of course. We have, um, to bring that subject up, we we as society, I'm really feeling like we need to support local. We really need to support our local communities, and we have a lot of um, organic-grown uh, farmer's markets on, on different little ranches around here, and it is so amazing on how that brings people together and and just really, you know, keeps people eating healthy and you get to know people. And so if if your listeners could, you know, keep it local and, and support your local farmers and, and growers, just, you know, it, it makes such a difference in the community. Oh, oh you you just said it. Because how true that is. I mean, we're involved in the farmer's market and just supporting local. And I share that with our customers and people even walking through the market, just saying thank you for coming to the market and supporting local. Because, I mean, when you support local, one of the things I love, too, is you get to talk to that grower you know exactly or that producer of the beef or or whatever producer grower you are speaking to them and you are finding out firsthand exactly how your food was be it raised be it grown or like we have a lot of different salsas at our market how it was produced you will you get all your questions answered on a one-to-one basis and i love that absolutely love yes. that <laughs> that is that is so important to know where it's coming from, how it's grown, and and just you know staying healthy is very important, and it starts with diet. And so yes. it's it's really it's really rewarding to to stay local. I mean, if if you you can say, hey, what mm-hmm. what do you use? How do you do this? And what's really neat about uh, one uh, farm that's really close to us is. <laughs> 
they do a line of baked goods out of everything they're growing. And so they have breads and pies and everything you could think of there when you go. And they're now they're three days a week, and they sell out everything that they bring in every single day that they're open. They sell out, and then they have to, you know, repick or replenish. And it, mm-hmm. it is incredible to see communities come together and supporting that. Um, prices are getting just in, – in California, things are getting so incredibly high that – you know, and when you can support somebody local like this, you know, the prices aren't so, and, and you know, inflated and you're helping them. That's their income. So I, I can't stress more than buy local. Just just keep yeah. it in your community and, and support them. Oh. oh, I second that completely. I love that because that's, I mean, that's... I tell people, I say, you are supporting us because we are here to help you and you in turn help us. It's just a helping community. And to me, that's what life is about, is helping one another and being there to help one another. I love the questions that they have to ask. And it's just you build a relationship with these people, too. And that's what's neat, too, because you meet people through those markets you would have or through, like you're saying, they have them on their ranch. I love that idea. Is that something they do quite a bit in California? Um, I'm seeing it more and more locally out in the little country town we live in. Um, They Uh just have it open. You know, they have it set up and and it's, you know, you go directly to to their to their property it's really nice because you can see it growing you can see them out picking and Mm -hmm. and they i mean literally from from the vine to the to 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 the market it's it's incredible on you know the the amounts that they do uh grow and the people that they attract you know and it's simply a facebook page to get the you know the word out there that's your local Uh You know, your neighborhood Facebook page, hey, we have this, and then it spreads. And then, it, you know, people tell people, you know, out in their families that, hey, we have this great place out here, you know, in Wilton. And, you know, it, it just spreads. And they have gotten so incredibly busy. They just went through a ton of blackberries. I mean, you wouldn't oh, believe yeah. the amount of blackberries. Yeah, and then she'll she'll make cobblers and pies and, and you can buy the fresh, like I said, the fresh baked goods and, and the the fruits and vegetables. And, and it's really a neat, you know, you could buy enough for a week instead of, you know, going to the store. Right. Cause my, when I would go to the store, I would say, Oh, let me buy, and then let's fill up our basket with a nice colorful arrangement. Well, by the end of the week, they're a different color and I'm having to pitch them. So uh-huh. I, it's uh-huh. really nice to go and get what the amount you want, and then know you can go right back there the next week and you know try different things. and And it's really, yeah. it is really, um, it, it's rewarding to help because, like I told you, I think it was last month when when I was on your show, I'm a helper, uh-huh. I, and I just gave into that and go, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to help anywhere I can. And so it's so nice to go and just see. You know, this older elderly couple that are really out there helping the community and growing our fresh fruits and vegetables and and just helping the community. That's they're doing their part in our community. And, you know, there's some that they donate quite a bit to, to you know, different different communities out here that, you know, mm-hmm. we have this much left over this week or, you know, we're donating this much this week to the people that maybe are on a, a fixed income and, and can't can't really afford it to, to go stock right. up on stuff. So it's when people just share kindness 
and and pay it forward. It moves mountains. And I can't, like I said, I can't stress enough on you just you know keep it local, because if your if your community is strong and everybody does that, then we have a stronger place. Yeah. Just the yeah. entire the entire world would be a stronger place if everybody would start in their community. Um, how true that is, and especially right now. Go at the community yeah. level and start making a difference and start helping one another, and you will be amazed at what you can build from there. Some say, well, I'm just one person. I can't, I can't do much. Yes. One person can make a difference. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Like you said, this couple that uh, is doing different kinds of fruits and the different families. And what I love about it, too, it's normally family involved. We have a lot at the farmer's market where the kids come right along with them, and maybe the kids made this or the kids did this part of it. And it is just incredible. I just love how... It incorporates the whole family, and the kids are as excited as the parents to be helping with it. It's it's yeah. such a good feeling. And like I said, the fresh, and like you said, you can go and buy and have your produce or your baked goods for a week, and you know you can go right back there the next week and buy a different variety or buy if you found something you really liked. I mean, I one of our vendors at the market, they're... Pies are absolutely incredible. They taste just like my mother's used to years ago. And, oh, my goodness, we have to get a pie every week. And it's always fun to see what different flavors they have and different jellies and jams. I mean, you can just find anything and everything by buying local. And I, I'm i right there with you. It is, it is yeah. absolutely incredible. It is. We have – they have farm fresh eggs. They have honey. It, and, and mm-hmm. you know, you can pretty much get everything you need, uh, everything you need. You don't even have to go into a store. You can go right. to your local, you know, your neighbor. Uh, you know, that's if mm-hmm. a lot of people don't live in the rural communities like we do. But right. there, you can go to, you know, town where the, the farmers and, and the growers all come to one section, too. We have that. In, mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. The closest big city to me would be Sacramento, and and it's it's a little drive, but they have huge farmers markets there, and it's everybody local on the days they're not uh, inviting you to their actual farm or their property, you can go there as well. And it just we just yeah. need to get the word out. I think there were 200 vendors last week at the Sacramento farmers market. That's that's a huge oh. farmers market. That's huge. Yeah, it oh is. my God. <laughs> That is huge, the variety that would be there, and knowing that everything you're getting, you are supporting a family. You are supporting another family, and it is a local support, and how they appreciate you. The thank yous are just unbelievable. I just, I love it. I am really big on thank you. That's two small words that carry so much meaning, and I... I just love it. Oh, my. Yeah, I tell people all the time. I said, the market's where I do my grocery shopping. I said, I, said, I yeah, and they said, man, you bought all kinds of things. I said, yeah, this is what we eat for the next week. This is where I shop. And I love it. Yeah. It is just incredible. Oh, wow. What a beautiful way to get involved in your community and help support one another 
And it is amazing what you find out about the talents that the different people have by doing something like this and by getting involved. Absolutely. And, you know, kids today, I grew up different because I'm one of nine and we, you know, we just grew up in a different, different time where we had to earn something if we wanted it. You know, we didn't just uh-huh. have things handed to us. And if it was, you know, at one point we, my parents had a hay, a hay ranch and, you know, we, we all helped. It was, you just, you didn't complain. Well, we probably complained, but we, we <laughs> just got out there. You know, we, we didn't, our parents uh-huh. didn't hear us complain, but um, you know, you just get out and get involved. And, and I think with, you know, even with sugar ditch stables, when somebody says, hey, I'd like to help. Do you need help? Absolutely. The opportunity is going to be there at my ranch for kids to get involved. If they want to help or if they want to, you know, it, let's come out and, and let's teach the younger generations how much work goes into things. And, and when you're dedicated, you know, there's no dollar amount that could be given to that the, you know, what I'm trying to say here is the, right. the experiences they have, they'll take it for a lifetime because that's how I, you know, like I said, I had to, I had to pay board when I was 10 or 11 years old when we moved to town. If I wanted a horse, I had to pay my own board. Well, I had to clean uh-huh. 32 stalls six days a week for $60 board. Yeah. So, and I look back on that going, wow. <laughs> but <laughs> I learned, I learned how to work and I learned that, you know, you have to, you have to, you have to earn. You can't just, it's not just going to be given. And so, any mm-hmm. opportunities when when you go to a farmer's market or you go to somebody's farm that has a farmer's market, if there's an opportunity to say, hey, do you need some help because I have these two kids or your children, you know, they'd be happy to help to, to learn to how it's grown, how it's picked, how it's everything's harvested. If you can get your kids out there and get their hands dirty, it will go with them for their whole life. Mm-hmm. And right. and it did for me, you know. Like I said, we grew up in a big family. We we all worked. If we if we wanted mm-hmm. anything extra that my parents couldn't provide, you know, the the name brand shoes or what have you, yeah, that was on us. That wasn't my parents provided for us, and you know, we had clean clothes and we had food to eat. But anything above and beyond that, we needed to learn to go get it for ourselves. So we have all of us have mad crazy work ethics. So. <laughs> You know, and that's taught when you're young. <laughs> so yeah. you get your kids yeah. out there, get them out there volunteering, teaching them, you know, helping one another. The, the kindness and helping yeah. is, is so important to be taught at a young age. Yes, yes, because it carries right into life. Like you said, the experiences are invaluable. You cannot put a price tag on them. And when you right. learn the experience of kindness and appreciation and gratitude, they will follow you through the rest of your life, and they will they will lead you. you they, your heart will lead you through them. Oh, that is that is beautifully said. That was great. I love that because how true it is. I grew up on a dairy farm, and yeah, it uh, whether you really wanted to go out and milk, it had to be done twice a day, seven days a week. It didn't matter what uh, what you thought. It it had to be done. So you learn to care for the animals. And appreciate the animals for what they give back to you, because we always had fresh milk, we had fresh cream, we could make ice cream whenever we wanted, and 
those things are invaluable. You just don't have them everywhere anymore. So, yeah, maybe at the time I didn't quite realize all that, and it wasn't that uh, <laughs> I always wanted to do it, but uh, I learned a lot through it, and it has brought me on the journey of life where I am today. So, yeah, I hear exactly what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I know. I, there was days you just kicked the dirt going, why do I have to do this? <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Yep. Why do I have to be the one doing this? But oh man, are the lessons learned and the experience? It's just totally incredible and invaluable. So I I hear you, and it all goes back to being family owned. We were a family owned dairy farm. You were a family owned hay ranch. It all goes back to being family owned and working together, working together and helping one another. And that's that's what I'm we do when we do like these markets we're all working together and giving something to other people helping other people with things that they are not growing or they can't they live in town and they are not able to produce but yet it gives them the opportunity to have these and it helps us by them supporting local so supporting local is absolutely huge with me i i love it I'm all about anytime I can support local, I do it all the time, pretty much. I'm not big on uh, on big commercial. I mean, it has its place, and it's it can be used very wisely, too, but I love supporting local. That's where my heart's at. <laughs> Absolutely. I, mine as well. I mean, it's important. Yes. Yes, share kindness and keep it local. And sharing kindness is just huge because uh, kindness goes a long ways in this world. It is so important. And getting involved, like you said, it's a way to get involved in the community. It's it's a step in the right direction to being part of what is coming and being involved in the community and helping one another out to improve the community you're already in. Oh wow. Well said. This is <laughs> this has just been incredible. And Lori, where does our time always go? I'm like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe how fast this interview has gone again. I'm sure what goes are some hey, it does. It just flies. <laughs> what are some final tips that you would like to leave with the listeners today from what we have chatted about? A smile. Smile at people, it changes their day. Uh, my favorite saying, and I've said it for a long time, and I think it came with teaching the children, if you can't be kind, be quiet. Just be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't be kind, you know, there's there's no room for anything else in the, in the world today. You know, kindness and, and helping is, you know, it's easy. It's easy. You just have to, you know. I know many people that you can just smile at and it changes your day because it's happened to me. You know, you could be having a rough day and somebody just smiles and says, good afternoon or, you know, just simply smile. And it yeah. changes the atmosphere. It changes the mood. And it, and just, you know, just smile because it, it, it is contagious. And so, yeah. yeah, just help one another and be kind and by oh. local. <laughs> and by local. I love it. Oh, what beautiful tips you just shared and so valuable and so simple. I mean, so simple. Share a smile, share kindness, support local, and oh, wow, that was great, Lori. 
thank you so much for all the valuable information and wisdom you shared today with our listeners. It was it was incredible. I loved it how about the smiles, kindness and supporting local. Very well said. <laughs> thank well, you again. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. So very welcome. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this incredible interview with our monthly diva, Lori Murphy. She returns every fourth Thursday at 11.30 a.m. Central Time. So be sure and tune in each fourth Thursday of the month to hear more from Lori Murphy. And be sure to share this interview with all your family and friends. And I want to thank all of our listeners again. And be sure to check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasAtCare.com. Remember, have a fantastic day. Share that smile with someone. Be kind. And remember to buy local. Give your animals that great big extra hug today and share your love with them too. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.